Welcome back to another video. Today we are going to take a look at AMD, Intel, and NVIDIA. There has been a few releases about the top 500 supercomputer list. This shows the 500 fastest computer out there. And we get to see what kind of products or what kind of CPUs, what kind of GPUs, semiconductor products they're using. Uh, so I want to definitely take a look at that. We're also going to take a look at recent news and at the end of the episode, I also want to take a quick look at some valuation metrics and technicals. Yesterday, I did an episode on NVIDIA, and I kind of mentioned some of the risk I see in that company. Today, taking a look at another valuation metric, I kind of see a different story. So I wanted to just show both sides of what's happening with NVIDIA. But first, we can see, right, AMD right now ended the day 2.8% up and is sitting at $89.52. It was over $90 today uh, for some time, so that's pretty impressive. Intel is the loser out of the team, and we're going to see why um, just for today, right? I'm not sure if it's the loser forever but it's the loser today down 1.5 percent sitting at 56 dollars and 70 cents right now at closing and then we have nvidia nvidia finally i mean it's crazy closed at 800 over 800 dollars i don't know why i'm saying finally it's not like it's been forever um since this stock hasn't really moved but it's it's been moving it's this is a stock that has been insane um in the past month already 23 percent up six months uh, 52% in the past five days, 5.2% returns, right? So NVIDIA is definitely killing it. And before we go on, guys, make sure to hit the thumbs up and the subscribe button. If I'm providing some form of value, let me know in the comments below. Are you bullish in the semiconductor industry like I am? I'm a Super Bowl in this industry, regardless of the volatility. Also, let's take a quick listen to today's sponsor. A great reason why I'm able to provide so much content to you guys for free right now. So let's hear that. I want to thank The Motley Fool for sponsoring this video. The Motley Fool is a company that provides investing insight and stock recommendations for investors of all skill sets and risk levels. You guys know I love finding new investing tools and resources to help me scout out new growth stocks. And right now I have a discount for one of my favorite services The Fool offers. Through the Motley Fool Stock Advisor services, you get access to a ton of expert stock picks. Every month, you'll get two new picks that are aimed at growing your wealth and to help you realize your financial goals. Stock Advisor's average stock picks have done amazing returns. If growing your money is something you'd like to do more of this year, you can visit fool.com slash Jose Naharo or click on the link below for access to my special offer and decide if the Stock Advisor is right for you. Thanks again to the Motley Fool and now onto today's video. So now I want to take a quick look and i kind of did a previous video um on just the overall market update earlier on and i did a quick brief on it today i want right now i want to go a little more in depth in it so right now every every quarter or so it seems like they highlight the top 500 um super computers and right now we're gonna take a quick look at the top 10 to see what kind of products or who are some of the providers or semiconductors using being used by these supercomputers so here in the top 10 number two number three number five number six number eight number nine and number ten that is seven different of the top 10 supercomputers use either nvidia's graphics cards for for their um for their processing or they use some form of melanox i think six use nvidia's cards and uh, some of those use also the melanox but seven of them use products from nvidia in the top 10 list that to me is pretty damn impressive another thing i thought was pretty impressive the number one uses neither nvidia or graphics card and doesn't use amd 
or Intel for their CPUs. And they use an ARM-based CPU, and this is pretty impressive. There's not much ARM-based in this product, in this super, these top 500, but the one, the number one is being powered by an ARM-based processor. I think that's pretty good news, and it really shows how AM, uh, NVIDIA, with this ARM acquisition and talks of it just continuing to innovate and revolutionize the technology, can really go, can really compete against some of these leaders, right? So this is this, that's actually pretty, pretty cool. Um, if we take a look at CPUs, right, we can see the number five, the number six, and the number eight. So three out of the 10 use AMD's Epic CPU processor, which is pretty, pretty cool. And from Intel, we see number seven, number nine, and number 10 use the Intel Xeon, uh, I believe, yes, yeah, Xeon Gold or Xeon Platinum for their servers. So we can see NVIDIA is definitely killing it in the super fast computer um, world with their products. We have AMD and Intel in the same number of products, um, but AMD right now has at least the fastest of those two. So that's pretty impressive. Now, if we take a look at overall numbers, Intel still holds majority of the share here. Out of the top 500, and Intel owns 431, uh, um, their processors are in 431 out of the 500, that's insane but they are seeing share decrease, right? 459 in the fall of last year, so a few months ago, and 470 a year ago. So they're really shrinking out. Uh, A big player right now is AMD, right? AMD right now has, let's see, I know I have it. So AMD has 49 computers, 29 of them are new, and three of them, like I mentioned, are in the top 10. So we can see AMD is definitely coming out here. Um, both AMD and Intel kind of face threat, like I mentioned, with the ARM-based processors. But only one new supercomputer is listed using the for, um, the ARM processor. There's a total of only six out of the top 500. So such a small group right now using ARM. But like I mentioned, the number one fastest computer right now, supercomputer, is using an ARM-based product. That, to me, is insane. Now, when we take a look at the overall accelerators, this is new, normally like the graphics cards. Uh, about 138 are being used by NVIDIA. AMD only has one. So NVIDIA definitely has a big, big market share in graphics card. I wanted to see if they had it in Mellanox because Mellanox also has a, a few products in there for acceleration style. Um, but I don't think they were included in that 138. So we can see supercomputer looking pretty, pretty bullish for AMD in form of processors, looking pretty, pretty bullish in NVIDIA for a graphics card, looking pretty bullish in form of ARM for the type of power and innovation that they can do. Even though there has been a decrease in Intel, Intel is still a major, major player. One, right, we can see they own more than 80% of the market still in just the supercomputers, in the top 500 supercomputers, so that's insane. One thing I did want to mention, though, is... Uh, this guy named Alexi Stoiler, uh, I'm not sure if it was a guy or a girl, but he is the, uh, the, they are the CTO of International Computer Concept, a Northbrook-based um, server integrator company. And they say that they, un- they see why AMD is becoming a powerhouse when measuring raw performance, AMD just outperforms Intel right now. And as a result, both Intel and AMD are really fighting for CPU prices. AM, uh, Intel has to really uh, has been become very aggressive in discounting 
so a good portion maybe why some other margins might be decreasing later on um, but when they're fighting for bids it seems like they're really trying to fight with prices to grab that market share that's pretty much what i wanted to talk about in the supercomputer now let's take a quick look at these stocks individually uh today we saw intel was down the major major reason is intel did have a delay on one of their server cpus um so the upcoming c on server chip line was supposed to go in production earlier th- later this year uh, but now it's gonna go later in 2022 so this definitely doesn't have investors excited and this is something that we keep seeing the normal of intel right uh another thing i wasn't I, I don't follow intel too much right that's one of the few big semiconductor companies i don't follow uh, i just keep up to date to them to some extent Um, but it seems like last week they replaced the head of intel server chip unit in an executive shakeup right the new gelslinger gelslinger gelsinger the new ceo right um he he, it seems like he's making moves he's not taking he's he's being very chopping blocks right uh so they they kind of got rid replaced the head of intel server unit maybe some of you guys might want to go a little further on to get to that but yeah so that's not looking good for intel it's definitely not looking good for the overall support of the new ceo especially since he's really trying to change things up main reason why i believe the stock price is them if we take a look at amd i did mention earlier in the video in in my previous video today that they got approved with, from the uk regulators for their acquisition uh, on silence silenex whatever it's pronounced right and this is one that's going to help amd enter the fpga market especially that's one of the biggest biggest reasons that market is super big in like aero defense robotics so so many products that they can that is really expanding uh i might do a video on how that merger might do if you guys request it let me know on the comments below if you guys want me to do a video on that but one thing i do want to mention though is there's still some other form there's still some more regulators that need to approve it right especially since this is a comp these two companies are used worldwide uh, everything from european the chinese uh the chinese regulators uh i forget, i think the united states regulators need to also approve it at the moment it does seem they still have to go through the final one and that's going to be the chinese regulator once that happens it's almost like a green light for amd right and this is the same process in uh nvidia has to go through with the overall um acquisition of arms they have to get approved by these different countries regulators a lot of analysts believe that nvidia one of the biggest push or the holdbacks is going to be from the chinese regulators so that's something that's going to be holding back the stock um but regardless next let's take a look at nvidia the most recent thing is nvidia's takeover for arm gets support from other semiconductor industries and i do believe this is the main reason the stock price has really been trending uh, on a positive note right at the end of the day this isn't a yes from regulators no matter how many chip conductors kind of like support this regulators can still just kind of go hey this is not going to work uh so a- a- nvidia still has a good way before this acquisition is even approved um now if we take a quick look at technicals for you guys um we can see right i want to take a look at smh just the overall etf in the semiconductor industry we can see it, it broke out of new highs and it's kind of broken out of this trend which is pretty impressive for sure i wonder if this is just going to be a, a short breakout and we pull back down or are we just now getting for a new leg in the semiconductor industry uh, if we take a look right amd is a bit overextended right now but still hasn't broken new highs 
I do want to say that overextension just increases the risk of a pullback. Uh, Intel is probably the only one out of the three we're going to see that is not overextended. It's sitting near its moving averages. I do believe a good portion of the risk has been eliminated. But remember, there is a reason why the stock price is down. If we take a look at NVIDIA, NVIDIA, I mentioned in yesterday's episode, I do believe there is higher risk of a pullback. I am nowhere near trying to time the market. I, I know so many people were telling me on my comments yesterday, Jose, you got to sell NVIDIA, Jose, blah, blah, blah. If I do that, I have to pay taxes. I mean, you don't know how much the rally up is going to go. You don't know if there is even a pullback. And for me, I'm a long-term investor. So long-term investors, I stick to what I know. And that's, hey, right now, AM, uh, NVIDIA will continue, could continue to go up. If it does, amazing for my portfolio. Um, if it doesn't, that's okay. That's what I'm here for. I'm here for the volatility. It's what happens to my account. But I, I, now I want to take a look at these two charts. And we're going to take a look at valuation metrics. So I want to take a look at price to sales ratio. And if looking at Intel, right, it's the slowest out of the all of them. And we can see it's definitely seen quite a pullback. And it's cheaper than it's been in, in most of its past year since January of 2020. It's actually cheaper than pre-COVID. So that's something to keep an eye out. Remember, there's a reason for it. If we take a look at AMD, AMD hasn't really, even though it's kind of moving up now, it hasn't really moved much since, I want to say, August of 2020. It's been pretty, pretty quiet. And that's why I believe AMD might become a nice runner in the next few months. Uh, NVIDIA is one that has not stopped running. We can see, we can see that overextension it's at new levels so when i first looked at this i was like man nvidia is really like it's, it's just teasing us it's teasing for that pullback nvidia is my number one position in my portfolio so i'm happy to see it go up at the same time it, it, it doesn't scare me for a pulldown right it really won't really won't hurt me or i won't cry myself to sleep but i wanted to take a look at this one this now i'm taking a look at ev to EBITDA valuations and this one seems pretty interesting if we take a look at intel looks very similar to its price to sales ratio right there's not analysts don't expect much more from intel at the moment so it's kind of sitting where it's normally at if we take a look at amd it's sitting at levels cheaper or around um pre-covid so this to me is pretty impressive right so i i it shows me that hey amd is it's looking at prime time if we take a look at nvidia nvidia is definitely running up but we can see it's actually cheaper than it was in around september maybe even august of 2020 so look remember this is why looking at different valuation metrics can just kind of paint a different picture uh so it's just something i want to show you guys and that's it for today's episode guys i hope you enjoyed it i it's i really enjoyed talking about the semiconductor industry make sure to hit the thumbs up guys see you next time and peace out